to the fifth episode of the Red Button Podcast, a video game podcast and sometimes movies and such, um, hosted by me, Mark Musso, and I'm joined, as I always am, by Sean, the Disney Bot Fox King. That's me! And we're also joined with a little lady... Little lady named Allison. Allison, would you care to tell the fine, fine young folks at home hello? Hello, fine young, young folks at home. All right, you might have to speak a little bit louder than that. Uh, hello, <laughs> fine young folks at All home. All right, that's yelling. Okay, <laughs> that sounded wonderful. <laughs> so, we're gonna start off this episode by saying, "How are you, Sean?" I am wonderful. How are you, Mark? I'm doing good. What have you been up to? It's been a while. It's been a while. Oh, you know, just drugs and crime, the usual. <laughs> as if as if we don't talk outside of the podcast, how have you been these past <laughs> months? Oh, it's been pretty rough because of the drugs and the crime, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's good. It's been going, it's been going all right. It's been that's a downward spiral, but at least I'm spiraling, you know. <laughs> that's good. Um, yeah. Allison, how have you been since before you were on the podcast and now you're on it? So your whole life. How's your life been? My life has been good. That's good. It's been a good Um, life. Allison is my significant other. Well, Um, well, let's not. Yeah, let's not put a label on it. But we've eh, let's just say we've touched toes before. (laughs) Are you guys married? No. No. That'd be gross. (laughs) Disgusting. (laughs) Um. No. But anyway. So. <clears throat> Mark, will you marry me? Hmm, interesting hmm. idea. Mark, I'm thinking about it. Me? I'm thinking about it. Stop pressuring me. That'd be pretty cool. I hate when we fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it, okay? Alright. Hey, how have you been, Mark? I've been doing good. Um, what have you been up to? Oh, nothing. Just been playing some games as usual. Uh, watching some movies. I'm planning my move out to California, Sean. Mm-hmm. As you may be slightly aware, but not really, because I haven't told you anything about it yet. And, uh, yeah. So that's what I'm doing. Well, yeah, it's because we're getting married, so... Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, of course. For the... Yeah. So, let's start off this podcast with our first little segment. Um, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is an app, or application if you're nasty, made by Nintendo and put onto your damn smartphone. Um, I downloaded it. I heard good things. I played it um, till I got to about level ten, and I fucking hate it. Allison, I think it's really stupid. It's shit. It's the worst, Sean. If you type any harder, that's all the microphone's gonna be able to hear. Well, you. you oh my god. <laughs> what you did t- before this podcast, Mark told me way in advance. Don't do any research. I was like. <laughs> I can do that. I'll just roll with it. Yeah, I, I think it's better. That's our dynamic. Our dynamic is me being prepared and you being surprised, and that's why it's fun. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. It's an application. It's it's fine, but it's really bad. It literally plays itself. You have no options. You have to click what it tells you to click, and that's all you do. <laughs> so you just tap away. Just fucking tap someone who goes, hey, here's what you have to do over here. And you go there and you do it. You just tap the screen until your thumb falls off. Yeah. Just... I don't know what you're... This sounds like the future of gaming, 
a game that plays itself <laughs> you don't even have to oh my god that's revolutionary uh so yeah it's basically press a and win is essentially what that game is except for instead of pressing it you're tapping the screen it's shit i don't like it moving on <clears throat> what else nintendo has made though is the dlc for legend of zelda breath of the wild which sean you have not played because you don't have a switch or a wii u mm-hmm. um, allison has put more hours into it than i have and the DLC is called The Champion's Ballad. It is the second DLC pack to come out of, like, the little Season Pass thing. But the Season Pass is only 20 bucks, and it's well worth $20, I think. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that goes into it. But I played through the entire um, main quest of Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, The Champion's Ballad. Jesus Christ, it's a long title. How, um, how, big, <laughs> it, how big is this map? Oh, it's huge. I think, I think they say it's, like, almost... <laughs> I think they say it's almost five times the size of Skyrim. Oh my god, dude, like, the screenshots of it is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I haven't checked out this game yet. It's huge, and you can go anywhere in the in the game. And you, if you see it, you can go to it. A mountain, you think, oh, I guess I gotta find a weird way to get up this mountain. No, just climb it. <laughs> People know what Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is, except for Sean, apparently. But it's really good. It's a really good game. And this DLC was great. I played through all the main quests and took about five hours. But there's a lot of side quests and stuff that it also has that I haven't done. Um... And the five hours were really fun. It was a little bit hard sometimes, a little bit too easy sometimes, I think. But the reward is really cool, which I won't spoil here. But if you have the game, I highly recommend getting it. And we're not paid by Nintendo at all. God, I wish we were, but we are not. Mm. Allison? Wait, you're not not getting paid? (laughs) Allison, your take on the thing that you've played as well? I haven't finished it yet, but I'm enjoying it. That's good. Will you put your phone away? Oh my god, she's playing an app while we're talking. I can't believe I haven't seen this game yet. This game looks fantastic. <laughs> I, I don't know where you've been. I know. I don't know how amazing. this lo- Yeah. Oh my god. It's a great game. You need a Switch really wa- or a Wii U. You could buy a Wii U used for cheap now, so if you wanted to yeah, do I wanna that Yeah, I want to get a Wii U just to play those. Yeah, you could. Or you could buy a Switch if you want to do that. Didn't they come out with an HD Wind Waker game? Yeah, on the Wii U they did. Yeah, see, I really want to get that, too. Uh, so, basically, yeah, it's really good. It's a really good DLC, and I liked it, and I loved it. Both of those emotions. And sometimes I went, eh, it was alright. I thought it was going to be different than it was. What, do you think it was going to be more, like, story I thought you would, like, I wanted to go into the world before it went all bad. Turn towards the microphone. I, I wanted to go into the world before it was bad. Allison's new at podcast, guys. It's okay. Wait, how did it? How was it bad? Like the game starts off and it's like high rolled screwed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, instead of like, hey, it's wonderful, and then something bad, an inciting incident happens. No, it, it starts off. Makes... I guess it's the spoilers for the very beginning of the game, but it starts sure. off and goes. Well, like you're playing as Link, but Link, who you're playing as, has no idea who he is. Yeah. And it's going a hundred years ago, all your friends died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go, oh, okay. You were trying, but to you meet... never got, the, you never got to meet your friends. Though? No, you see flashbacks throughout yeah, the game. That's basically what it is. Like you get, you oh. get memories and stuff. I just wanted to be able to play, I guess, within those flashbacks. But... Oh. Right, where the champions ballot, all you, all you do is you have like new side quests or new like little missions, and you get to fight the person who killed the champions beforehand which you already did but it's just mm-hmm. a little harder than it was before because you only have a limited number of items and stuff it's it's fun though i enjoyed it a lot 
and uh, the end. Of, the end. This game was my looks favorite. more. This game looks like, dude. This like map is huge. It looks like it's like wow big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I mean, like the landscape and stuff. Is also is that a motorcycle? I don't know. We we both have 135 hours in the game. You have more than me. I have 135 hours into it. You could argue that's because I'm bad at it. So no. I have to spend more time doing things. <laughs> but either way, it's really good. But let's move on to news. Disney bought Fox. Well, let's clarify. Disney bought Fox Entertainment. They didn't buy their news because they probably didn't want it. And they didn't And they didn't buy their sports because they already have ESPN. So why would they want that either? I don't think they were legally allowed to have their sports or their news because they have ABC and ESPN. So I don't think they're allowed to own that much that many news outlets and basically monopolize sports. So Yeah, they're pretty they're yeah, you're not allowed to be a monopoly. So no. but they seem to be doing a pretty good job at heading that direction. Yeah, um Allison knows the price, but Sean, do you know how much they spent? All of Fox what? Entertainment. Like half of the money they made with the Avengers movies. <laughs> no, it's actually more than all than all the money they've made on every Marvel movie combined. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, how much is that? So, what Fox received was around fifty-four billion dollars, I believe. Um, Disney had to spend sixty-six point one billion dollars because they had to pay off the thirteen point seven billion dollars in Fox's debt, as well as pay them a lot. Sixty-six billion dollars. Wow. Small chunk. But it's kind of it's, it's kind of worth it to start slowly taking over the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's Just true. piece by piece by piece. Now they have X Men, man. Now we'll get. I mean, obviously it'll be a new Wolverine. It wouldn't be Hugh Jackman, sadly, but. Hugh Jackman will be part of it. Disney now owns Deadpool. Isn't that weird? It is weird. I think they're going to do what they did with Star Wars and Marvel, though, and just not touch it and just, like, either bring it into the Marvel Cinematic Universe thing and just leave it as it is. Because they're not going to be like, Deadpool's now PG-13, because they know that would be a bad thing to do. They're smart over there. I think they're going to work towards buying up the private military, I mean, the private uh, prison systems. (laughs) And then probably start working towards Starbucks's. <laughs> oh my god. They'll just make it so the prison that you're in, it'll be like a coal mine. You, the, while you work in prison, they pay you in Disney dollars, and you can only buy Disney merchandise at the prison store. Yeah, and you can buy the $60 brand new Disneyland <laughs> jacket that just came out. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so yeah, so that, that's, that's that. Um, I mean, I don't know. We'll have to wait to see what comes of it, but that's what it is at the moment. And who knows if it'll be good or bad. I say good. I trust them. I trust them all. I say time, I say time will tell. Time will tell. Speaking of movies and entertainment and such, we all saw a film called The Disaster Artist. (laughs) I thought that was water. Sorry. Um, anyway, Allison just drank my Gatorade and had a horrible look on her face because she thought it was water. It took me by surprise. Uh-oh. Sorry. Did I mean to interrupt? No, I wish fun. it would have been like, I wish it would have been like straight vodka. And you're like, Mark, you're drinking? And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> and you'd have been like, why are you drinking my vodka? Want to drink, Mark? No, I don't want to drink because this is the hangover episode. Mark, this is like the first time you vaped in this entire podcast. That's not true. I was just silent about it before. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it, 
was like you're like keeping it PG until the 30 minute mark, and then we can break out the vape and the vodka. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, The Disaster Artist. It's a movie based on the making of The Room, and The Room is a really bad movie. You know, credited as the best worst movie ever made, but so is movies like Troll Two and stuff. Um, uh, I think it's a paradox. The Room's a paradox because it's an incredible film. Yes, but it's also absolutely terrible. E- exactly. Yes. Is the is the oxymoron of films? It's one it's of the Citizen Kane of bad movies. One of my favorite movies of all time, and definitely one of the worst I've ever seen. But not the worst. There's some really really bad movies out there. Just yeah, the there's funniest. definitely a lot worse movies. Just the way it's bad is not like it's just funny. It's not like you know boring. Um, Birdemic is like a thousand times worse than the room. Yeah, and Birdemic is boring. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Birdemic's amazing. Um, but yeah, so the Disaster Artist, starring and directed by and produced by James Franco as Tommy Wiseau, and Greg Sestero, <laughs> and Dave Franco as Greg Sestero. <laughs> um, Sean, what did you think of the movie? What did you think of the film? Spoiler free, if you can. I think I think it's a really fun movie and I think it's a solid good movie if if um, if you just go into it knowing it's a tribute to the room you know what I mean it's like a tribute to the room and I feel like you should definitely watch the room before you watch this movie I think so too yeah. I don't think you have to but it's much more enjoyable if you do uh, I feel I feel like you kind of have to. And then I feel like... But I feel like you should read The Disaster Artist after seeing the movie. I think that's the three-step process. Okay. That's what I would recommend. Watch The Room, watch The Disaster Artist, then read the book. Because me and you both... Yeah, by the way, The Disaster Artist is based on a book of the same name. Yeah, the book's great. And the audiobook's audiobook's fantastic. He does Tommy Wiseau's impression throughout the whole book. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so me and you have both read the book, Sean. Yeah. Allison has not. Allison's seen The Room many times um, mm. because I forced her mainly, but she's also <laughs> watched it by choice. And yeah, no, the book is fantastic. The movie leaves out a lot that's in the book. Um, Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, it's only like it's like ten percent of the book. Yeah, fifteen percent maybe. It's like a really low percentage accurate to the to the book. Yeah, because Tommy Wiseau is portrayed a little bit better in the movie than he is in the book. In the book, he's portrayed yeah. pretty not great as a human being which is probably the true part even though he would say the movie he says the book only 40% of it's true but I don't believe a single word that man says (laughs) (laughs) he also says he might be a vampire and he's from New Orleans so you know Um, I also think he's gonna outlive all of us oh absolutely cause he liked 29 (laughs) Um, I'm like (laughs) But yeah, no, I, I agree with everything you said. I think the movie is fun and enjoyable, but um, I wish it was a little bit darker than it is, and I wish it explored a little bit more interesting things. I feel like it could have been a little bit longer, actually. Personally. I thought it was too much yeah. the backstory of their friendship at the beginning. Yeah, and the backstory of the friendship, again, is much more interesting in the book than it is in uh, the film itself. But It seems like a challenging book to adapt into a movie yeah because in the movie it's like oh greg sestero just likes tommy because he's a cool guy but in the in the in the book um that's not the case it's because he's rich yeah greg sestero only does the movie like i mean he likes tommy to an extent but he only does the movie because tommy gives him a bunch of money and buys him a car so (laughs) yeah but then also like in the in the 
in the book it was just like the movie where it was that I want I want to go to L.A. and do Hollywood. He's like, oh, I have an apartment. Yeah, no, it LA. is that. Yeah, like, yeah, that what? was yeah, that was hilarious because that's exactly how it went in the book. You know. Yeah, and he does have like a giant. I mean, I guess spoilers for a thing that he holds in the movie. He does have like a giant ring of keys, and Greg's always <laughs> like, I don't know what they all go to. I'm just confused by it. <laughs> I also think that, I don't. I don't think the movie actually did a good job of actually showing how rich Tommy Wiseau actually is. Yeah. Like he like yeah he has a Mercedes and he has an apartment in L A whatever but like in real life Tommy Wiseau like is a mysterious fortune yeah. that I think they could have really he owned, he owned like a building in what uh, yeah, San he, Francisco like a he, big yeah he owned a couple clothing buildings in San Francisco yeah he owned like a full <laughs> building that people like rent it out and stuff I don't know I don't know how that board that guy is um, but anyway yeah the movie's good I recommend seeing it if you like the room you should go see it um, if you've seen the room I would say go see it because it's fun just to see like. The tribute, like you said, it's pretty much a big tribute to the room. Yeah, it's just a tribute. And um, then read it the book. It is just a tribute. <laughs> read the book if you want <laughs> more information. Um, yeah, I would definitely say yeah, definitely watch the room before you see the movie though, because I feel like you would really you, you appreciate the movie so much more. Right. You know. Yeah. It's just it's just how you it's just how the it's how it goes. Yeah, because like there is parts of the movie where like they do, they basically you know recreate a scene shot for shot, and you appreciate it a lot if you've seen the room. And I guess I don't think you'd really care that much if you didn't. You might just be like, okay, you just like, oh, what a bad scene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. But if you read the book, if you read the book last and listen to the audiobook last, you'll actually really appreciate the horror of <laughs> the actual making. Yeah, of that movie. exactly. That movie is a, it, the making of it is incredibly interesting it is not made like any other film was oh yeah also uh we're not we don't we don't rent equipment we buy yeah we buy all real yeah. hollywood movie <laughs> oh man we need an hd crew and a regular like analog <laughs> yeah, crew and or a whatever. standard definition crew <laughs> yeah, <right>. why <laughs> i'm a pioneer um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so that's the review of The Disaster Artist. I liked it. Go see it. Does it deserve the 95% of Rotten Tomatoes? Probably not, but it was enjoyable. I got a 95% of Rotten Tomatoes. Sure did, sir. Wow. The Game Awards, Sean. Are you familiar with The Game Awards? You ever watched it? Ever seen it? Yeah. Allison? No. I mean, I'm guessing you could probably assume what it is. Based I'm on the title. assuming it's where they give awards to games. That's correct. Wow, mm-hmm. she got it. Mm-hmm. She got it. And I'm going to run through the nominees of different categories. Um, Allison, if you don't want to look at my screen, you can. That way you don't see which one won. Oh, is, are we playing a game? Yeah, we're going to play a game. So, Sean, I'm going to keep a tally of your points. See how many. What do I win? You win nothing, but you win my appreciation. <laughs> That's that not means much. something to me. <laughs> Um, so how, whenever you get one right, well, you're Mark, get a point. Mark gives me such little appreciation and has such high value towards me. So, so I, but I want you to pick two things. It's a very unhealthy friendship. Every single category, yeah. I want you to pick which one should win if you played any of them, which one you and which one you thought won. So that okay. is going to be my question. So we're going to start. We're going to skip some of the boring ones. Like no one cares who won best esports team or best esports player, unless you're into esports. I don't give a shit. Um, no one cares about the trending gamer who's like popular on Twitch. I don't care. Um, and then best esports game was Overwatch, whatever. <clears throat> That's just not interesting to me. And then, but we'll start with also best student game. I don't give a shit. All right, 
Let's start with um, best debut indie game. Okay. Um, these are the the contenders: Cuphead, um, Slime Rancher, Mister Shifty, Hollow Knight, and Golf Story. Is Cuphead that one that's like the old yeah, art it's like style? like thirties animation. Yeah. That was hands down the best titles. I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was the best names for anything I've ever heard. It sounds like alcoholic beverages. <laughs> Alright, Sean, which one do you think won, and have you played any of those? I have not played any of those. Okay, so now you're just, you're just going to be guessing. What's the slime one? Uh, slime Rancher? I, I don't know. Okay, my internet's a little slow right now, so it's hard to Google it, but I'm going to double down on Slime Rancher as my favorite. Alright, well you were wrong. Cuphead won. So no God points, <laughs> no points for you. But let's go on to. I'm also not doing best Chinese game because the titles I cannot pronounce. Um, <laughs> let's do best independent game. Wasn't that what you just did? No, it was best debut independent game. Okay. Yeah. So we have Cuphead, <laughs> um, Pyre, Night in the Woods, What Remains of Edith Finch, and Hellblade: Senwa's Sacrifice. Uh, Hellblade, because that sounds totally metal. Is that what you're going with? You're going with Hellblade? <sighs> Final answer, yes. Okay, it was Cuphead again, obviously. So... Goddamn God <laughs> Cuphead! <laughs> Goddamn it! Alright, um, now we're going to go to a, an incredibly stupid, stupid award that I don't like, but I want to mention it. Most oh, anticipated. Like, like most anticipated game. What the fuck does that even mean? It's it's called a cash grab. (laughs) It's called marketing. Presented by Mick Cafe. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. (sighs) All right. Awarded to an upcoming game that has shown significant ambition and promise. Fuck you. All right. I know what me and me and Sean. Well, actually, me and Sean might differ on our choices here. But all right. So here are the cat. Here are the nominees for most anticipated game. The Last of Us Part Two, Red Dead Redemption Two, Monster Hunter World. Marvel Spider-Man for PS4, and God of War. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Is that that's the one you would choose? Or is that the one you think won? That, that is the one that I would choose. I think it is the one who won, too, because I think people really want to see a new Rockstar game. Okay. It's been a, been a while. Doing a final answer? Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Well, you were wrong. It's Last of Us Part 2. God damn it. I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> Either that or God of War. I felt like it was either going to be one of those two. Allison, are you looking at the screen or do you want to play along? I'm looking at the screen. Okay. Allison's not playing then. Um, Allison, any opinion on, on that? I know none of these games. Okay. Um, let's go on to best... <laughs> <laughs> let's go to... Uh... Oh, this is hilarious. I love this. Okay. First, I, I'm, I'm skipping best VR and AR game because I don't really care about virtual reality. Unless you want to do it, Sean. It's up to you. Oh my god, I'm really... Dude, I'm all about virtual reality. All right. You serious? Dude, the, there's like a Fallout Fallout 4 is coming out with a VR game. Yeah. Like a, the uh, LA Noir is going to have a VR. All right, well, here, here are the nominees for best VR. Slash yeah, AR. Yeah. So slash augmented reality. I don't think any of these are augmented reality, though. But either way. Um, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard. That sounds horrifying. Super Hot VR. Star Trek Bridge Crew. Bridge Crew. Lone Echo slash Echo Arena. Is the same game, I guess. And Farpoint. Oh, so I have to guess the winner? Yep. Uh, Resident Evil. 
Final answer? Final answer. Good job, Sean. Your first point. Mark, Fucking you're knew saying it. them in order. What? You're saying them in order. And the winner is always the first one. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's what you've been doing. Okay, well, I'll stop doing that. <laughs> I, guess, have, I guess no one, yeah, no one would have known <laughs> if I hadn't pointed that out. All right, well, well I'll, if my IQ was higher, I would have saw the pattern. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, mix them, I'll mix them up. All right, this is, this is my, favorite, my favorite category. It's called Best Handheld Game. Let, me, let me tell you uh, who's in the running for that. It's between <laughs> Nintendo, 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 and Nintendo. Oh my god. That's a fair category right there. Yeah, I don't think I ever would have guessed. <laughs> um, okay, so here are the nominees, Sean. Monster Hunter Stories. Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World. Metroid Samus Returns. Ever Oasis and Fire Emblem Echoes Shadow of Valentia. I'm going to guess the first one. You're going with the first one? Monster Hunter Stories? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Final answer? Yeah, sure. You're wrong. It was Metroid <laughs> Samus Returns. <laughs> was that the second Was that the second one? That was the third one. God damn it. I'm not doing all them right. in order anymore. Yeah. You switched it up. Um, all right, John, you have one point so far. You're not doing well. Okay. Well, who am I playing against? Yourself. <laughs> I don't like the idea that myself is, like, destroying myself. <laughs> I have enough of that in my life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here are the nominees for best mobile game. Oh, man. So you have Super Mario Run, Old Man's Journey, Fire Emblem Heroes, Monument Valley 2, and Hidden Folks. Hidden Folk sounds pretty horrifying. I'm going to go with that one. Final answer? Final answer. You're wrong. It was Monument Valley 2, obviously. God <laughs> damn it. Although, I guess that was pretty tough. A lot of people do like Super Mario Run, but Monument Valley is just a really good game. I know. What is pretty tough that I have a one out of six chance every time. There are only five, so you're really bad at this. Um, <laughs> all right. We're going to go to... This is, the, uh, this is the category that I feel like we're going to have some things to say about. Um... Because we will. So this is a game that has an online, an outstanding online multiplayer mode, um, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's for best multiplayer in a game. So here are the categories. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Destiny 2. Splatoon 2. Call of Duty World War 2. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. And Fortnite. Fortnite, final answer. You're wrong. So, God. <laughs> so here's the problem. Hey, Mark, remember that time? Remember that time I won Fortnite? I do. You were, like, super drunk? I was blackout drunk, and I totally won Fortnite. So here's my problem with this category. Um, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds and Fortnite Battle Royale, they're very similar games. They're pretty much the exact same game. The only difference is you can build in Fortnite, which I find more fun. Plus, I like the art style better. Yes. But either way... Um, yeah, so Player Unknown's Battlegrounds and Fortnite, both of those games are in beta still. So how are they eligible for an award? They're not even released yet. Well, I don't think they're taking the awards too seriously if they're giving awards for games that haven't even come out yet. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. Wow, that was the best trailer. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's so true. That's such a dumb, it's like It's like before the Olympics, if you gave a medal to Mike, like, to a... Uh, was it Michael Phelps, yeah. the swimmer? 
It's like, wow, you're like the. We, we think you're gonna win, so <laughs> here's for most likely to win player. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you won awards for achievements, not for potential. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so stupid. Oh man, that's really funny. You're a really funny guy. All right. Oh, thanks. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go move on. Do you care about best sports slash racing game? You're goddamn right. I care. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm very passionate about sports slash racing games. Mm-hmm. The, nomina- the nominees are Project Cars 2, Pro Evolution Soccer 2018. Pro Evolution, final answer. No, it was Forza Motorsport 7. <laughs> I God said damn it. It. <laughs> I'm glad we can get past that one, though. All right. Yeah. Nothing against sports and racing games. I'm sure Forza is really fun. I just I don't care. Oh, I, I'm all about racing games. Yeah, I'm I all about like Need for Speed and Forza. And, well, I played a lot of Need for Speed. Like, yeah. I just don't give a shit about it. Um, okay. Best strategy game. Here we go, my friend. Halo yeah. Wars 2. Total War Warhammer 2. Tooth and Tail. <laughs> XCOM 2 War of the Chosen. And Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Warhammer 2. Wrong. It was Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. You're really you know bad what, at this. You, you know what makes me so sad about what you just fucking said? Because you, I thought you were going to say final answer, and I was about to change it to Mario. <laughs> and you didn't give me that option, bro. <laughs> well, you should choose your game faster. All right, Sean. Um, On this, this is the red... This, what are you going to call this red button podcast? Torturing Sean. <laughs> number five. Okay, I'm going to skip a couple more. I don't think that one's important. What? I don't even know what the fuck that means. Um... Oh, that's for motion capture actors. I will do I think that they one. Should t- they should take the awards one step further and not just only have most potential award, but <laughs> what we would like the most award. <laughs> In the hey, future. Ha- ha- Half- Half-Life 3 won what game we would like most award. <laughs> Sponsored by Taco Bell. <laughs> okay. Here's for best performance from an actor in a in a video game. Yeah. We have Ashley Birch who plays the girl in Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Um, Brian Bloom who plays B.J. Blazkowicz. Uh, I don't know how to say that. Um, in Wolfenstein Two. Claudia Black from Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. Laura Bailey from Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. And Melina Jurgens from Hellblade: Senwa's Sacrifice. Hmm. Uh, Sean, it sounds like you're typing a lot. What are you looking up? I don't know why I obnoxiously type so much. Uh, uh, I'm just going to go with the Wolfenstein. Okay, well, you're wrong. It's Hellblade. Um, the interesting thing about this, though, is that she won the award, and she was like, it was given to her by, um, what the hell's his name? Who's the motion capture guy? The big motion capture guy who plays Gollum and everybody. Oh, yeah. Dude, everybody knows who he is. You can just keep going. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> know his... um, uh, <laughs> Andy Serkis. So he was giving her the award, and she's like, she's like, oh, yes, I really look up to you. She's like Swedish or Russian or something. Yeah. And um, then she was like, I'm actually not um, an actor. I'm just the video editor for the company. And they asked me to do it, so I did. <laughs> and I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> she's really good. Really good. I'm pretty sure that's the same. I'm, I'm fairly certain that's the same story with like General Grievous, the voice of General Grievous. It was like the yeah. same thing that happened, where they went through like every 
actor in the world and they couldn't find the voice and then they just tried out one of the dudes you know yeah one of the tech guys and Harrison Ford you know Harrison Ford was just working on Lucasfilm Ranch he's a carpenter yeah so yeah. you never know you never know all right let's move on to the the more exciting ones that matter <clears throat> let's go to best art direction Okay. All right. Here you Let's go, Sean. Horizon Zero Dawn, Destiny Two, Persona Five, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and Cuphead. Oh Jesus! Not Cuphead again. Um. Oh man. It's got to be Cuphead. Final answer. Either that or Zelda, but I'm gonna go with Cuphead. Locking it in. I'm definitely locking it in. All right. You were correct, Sean. Yes. It was Cuphead. Of course it was Cuphead. The entire game is hand-drawn. Why wouldn't this it be? This game looks fantastic, by the way. Um, I've just Googled Cuphead, and now I understand why I should have just doubled down on Cuphead. <laughs> um, okay. We are going to go with best family game for the kitties. Surprise, surprise. Four of the nominees are Nintendo. All right. So the nominees for Best Family Game are... And Gears of War? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Splatoon 2, Sonic Mania, Super Mario Odyssey, Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Did you say Platoon 2 for the first one? Splatoon 2. Oh, I thought you said, like, Platoon, like the famous Vietnam movie. (laughs) (laughs) Family game. I was like, I don't think that's a family game. Uh, what uh, What would you give it? I'm going for Splatoon, then. I'm just going to double down on it. Final answer? Got to all in on this one. All right. You are incorrect. It was Super Mario Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, should have doubled down on <laughs> Mario Odyssey. Well, there were three Mario games to choose from, so to be fair. Yeah, it's all true, right. but... Let's go with best ongoing game, because this is something that me and you are definitely going to have strong feelings about. What does that mean? So best ongoing game means it's a game that's over, that's been released for multiple years at this point okay. and it's just like still has such a big impact that mm-hmm. it's still going so right, that's out of five uh let me get to the nominees sean <laughs> so the nominees are first Shark of all Cruise. again i have a problem with this player unknowns battlegrounds how could it be nominated as a game that was released this year and be nominated for best ongoing game destiny 2 is also nominated that doesn't seem fair Anyway, that's not fair because it hasn't proven itself as a game that can sustain. Exactly, the test of time. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, Player Knows Battlegrounds, Destiny Two, um, Warframe, Overwatch, Rainbow Six Siege, and GTA Online. I'm gonna go with GTA Online as the one that you would pick, or as the winner. Um, that's the one I would pick, and then me too. I agree. Eh, I could see it being the winner. You do a final answer. Um, fuck it. Yeah. All right, you were incorrect. It was Overwatch. <sighs> God damn it. <laughs> you have two points, by the way. <laughs> Dude, I, I I think the direction that Grand Theft Auto Five Online has gone in over the years has mm-hmm. been almost like the most Grand Theft Auto thing it could have done. I agree, and it's very and it's free, right? And all like the DLC is free, and it's just wonderful. Yeah, and I mean like, the game's not free. The DLC is free. <laughs> the game itself still well, costs money. The game itself still costs as much as it did when it came out like a thousand years ago. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but 
But, um, no, it's like, the game itself, when it, when it first came out, like, the trailers for online were, like, people playing tennis and shit. Right. And driving around. And that's not what happened at all. No. You know, it was a fucking war zone. And, but then, like, over the years, it went from, like, being able to buy, like, a Lamborghini-type car, and now you can literally buy the Back to the Future car <laughs> flying around. That's the newest fucking car and then the batmobile and you're shooting rockets and you have a glider jet which doesn't make any sense when when it comes to (laughs) physics but it just it's just they're just going for it they're just like we need to get as many shark cards as possible before red dead comes out (laughs) yeah there's a lot of microtransactions in it that's for sure god dude there's too many microtransactions i've never bought a shark card disney can't even disney can't even afford it dude (laughs) it's making too much money all right um do you want to do best narrative, or do you want to skip that one? Like, of course I want to do best narrative, okay, Mark. Okay, jeez. Jesus. All right, here we go. Best narrative. Yeah. Wolfenstein 2. Near Automata. Hellblade Sinwa's Sacrifice. What Remains of Edith Finch. And Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, my God. I'm going to go with Wolfenstein 2, because I watched the game movie of it right. on YouTube. And it was awesome. Okay. Do you doubling down? Final answer? I guess so. You were wrong. It was What Remains of Edith Finch. You know what, dude? That was I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling. The most artsy title. You got to pick that one. Yeah, that's true. Um. All right. So let's get into. Uh, do you want to do role playing game, action adventure game, action game, game direction? Let's do action. Okay. For action, we have Cuphead. Cuphead. Destiny 2. Double, double down. <laughs> Final answer. You don't want to hear the other ones? Nope, just Cuphead, All right. man. You were it's incorrect. It was Wolfenstein 2. No, they're fucking incorrect. Cuphead. <laughs> <laughs> best, best, most anticipated future game. Cuphead 2. Cuphead 2. <laughs> There's just some oh, dude on God. stage who's been awake for like four days who just came right out of Vegas. Cuphead yep. 2. His eyes are bloodshot. Just screaming oh, into the mic. Okay, here we go. We're we're gonna yeah. get we're gonna get to an award that Allison will have an opinion at about at, at some point. Guarantee. Why don't we just skip to that one? Skip to that one. Because that would be game of the year. I'll get to that one in a second. Uh, we should have <clears> just started with game of the year and worked our way back. Or we should have started. <laughs> we sh- we sh- we should have started at the end and then went to the middle. No, to the the beginning and then to the middle and to the very end. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, Best role-playing game. I look down anyway. Best role-playing game, South Park, South Park The Fractured But Whole, hmm. um, Final Fantasy XV, Persona 5, Nier Automata, or Divinity Original Sin 2. I feel like it's going to be South Park. You going with South Park? Doubling down? Mm-hmm. Doubling down. <laughs> I don't even, like, play cards. I don't even know what doubling down means. But, yeah. Um, do you're wrong. It's Persona 5. How many do I have? Two? Three? Um, I think you might have. Yeah, you have two. Oh, cool. I have two out of 15. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Best action adventure game. Are you ready? Oh, I've never been more ready in my life. All right. Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Assassin's Creed Origins. Super Mario Odyssey. <laughs> Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Or Horizon Zero Dawn. I feel like 
just off the top of my head, I feel like it's going to be Horizon or Zelda, but I'm going to go with Assassin's Creed just because they had the best $40,000 headphones I've ever seen in my life. So I'm going to go with that. You're going with Assassin's Creed? Oh, I'm going with the $40,000 headset, Mark. All right, you were incorrect. It was Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild for best action. I fucking knew it! (laughs) I was looking at those screenshots, and I'm like, oh, this one's something. Do you want to do the one that has the best score, or do you care? Let's do it. Fuck it. I'm too invested. I feel like I'm at like a Vegas table losing everything, and I'm just trying <laughs> to get it back. <laughs> All right, best music. Um, best score. Destiny 2, Cuphead, Nier Automata, Mario Odyssey, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, or Persona 5. Oh, Jesus. That's like the hardest one so far. <laughs> I'm playing a sick and twisted game. Uh, I'm going to go with Cuphead. <laughs> you doubling down on Cuphead? Oh, I, I'm all about Cuphead. Don't even ask me when Cuphead all right. up. Just okay. assume that I say it. Okay, well, you were wrong. It's Nero Tomita for best sound design. <sighs> well, not sound design, best score slash music. Best sound design, I don't know, and I don't care. Yeah, I don't, in hindsight, I don't think Cuphead would have won best uh, score, considering it's like an indie game. Yeah, the score, the score is all jazz stuff. Like, it's all like 30s music. So it's neat. It's definitely good, but it's not like a... No, it's not the same as like... Yeah, but I don't think they could have afforded an orchestra. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Yeah. Even though they did have, they did get a lot of money from Microsoft, so they probably could have. Oh, never mind. Oh, <laughs> so it's like it's like a studio independent game. Yeah, I mean it's their first game, but they got picked up by Microsoft as an exclusive, and like Microsoft gave them a bunch of money. So. Ah. Okay. All that right. explains why the production value looks so good. On it. <laughs> now it's time for best game direction. We have one more award, and then we will do game of the year. Best Game Direction. This is awarded to the game studio for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Holy shit. We have Super Mario Odyssey, Wolfenstein 2, Horizon Zero Dawn, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, or Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Um, hmm. I'm going to go with Horizon Zero Dawn. Final answer? Mm-hmm. You are wrong. It was Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. You fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> now, both two games that are pretty similar in a weird in a weird way. But, yeah, I, th- I thought it might have been Horizon Zero Dawn as well because, you know, Zelda did take I'm, a while to come out. But I'm looking at yeah. Google image of Horizon Zero Dawn. It looks incredible. Yeah. So I don't know what the good. fuck... Hey, that's pretty good. All right. All right. The last and final award. Allison, do you have anything to say about that? Oh, thank God. Uh, cool. Do, do you, you agree? I think, <laughs> I think Allison liked Zelda quite a bit. So yes, I, think I do. Probably agrees. All right, now it's time for Game of the Year. I don't know what that is. All right. <laughs> Game of the Year. Game of the Year. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Again, I don't agree with nominating something that's not even out yet. Persona 5. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Horizon Zero Dawn, or Super Mario Odyssey? Oh, Jesus. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Is that your final answer, Sean? This is the one. I'll give you five points if you get this one right. Still lose if I get five points. Um, (laughs) 
still get like an F if I do Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with it. I feel like it's going to be Zelda, though, but I'll go with Horizon. Final answer? No, I'm going to switch it to Zelda. Okay, final answer? Yeah, now it is. Okay. You were correct, Sean. It was Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yes! <laughs> And I'd like to give this award to Cuphead. <laughs> For best game that has come out and maybe will come out again in the future as a re-release. <laughs> best potential for game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, yep, good job, Sean. You got seven points out of however many we did. <laughs> you definitely still lost, even giving you five points on the last one. You are bad at this game, and I'm glad we did it. Did everybody have fun? I had fun. I feel pretty drained emotionally. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so now we are going to talk about what we are currently playing at the moment. Allison, why don't you start us off? What have you been playing lately? What games are in your life? Well, uh, not much since the... Zelda DLC came out. I've been playing that. Right. right. And uh, Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In that Switch world. I'm in that Switch world. It's the only thing I have. I guess. And a 3DS. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, Nintendo. 3DS. That was nominated for Best Handheld System of the Year. <laughs> it's the only one that exists. <laughs> All right. Unless you count the Switch. Sean, what have you yes. been playing? I have been fully... Uh, immersed in uh, L.A. Noir. I never played it. I didn't play it when it was out like 10 years ago. Uh-huh. And I've been waiting for the HD Xbox One version to come out, so I've been playing that a lot. And I fucking love it. And correct me if I'm wrong, but they changed the option when you're interrogating someone to good cop, bad cop, or lying, right? Uh, I don't know. I never played the original. So. But is that what it currently know. is? Yeah, you got like, um, well, it's like you got good cop, bad cop, and then I guess yeah, I guess you accuse them of lying. Right. That's so, yeah, a better. So that's like, a better system than what the original one was. The original one was like truth, doubt, or they're lying. That was. Did we play that together? Yeah. Okay. Good cop, bad cop is a better choice. That's neat. Well, it really is like a great game, and it's so it's so cool because right now the two games I'm playing the most is like Grand Theft Auto Online, and then. Um, L.A. Noir, and the thing about the, both those games obviously take place in, like, Los Angeles, right? Right. But, like, Grand Theft Auto Five, I think, is, like, what, 2012? Is that what it is? No, Grand Theft Auto Five was 2013, I believe. Yeah, it was, like, 2013. So, but, I mean, when you play both those games, you're switching back and forth from 1940s Los Angeles. <laughs> like, uh, like, 1946, I think, maybe? 1947? Yeah. And then you're switching back to like 2013 LA so you've seen a lot of the same landmarks you know I don't know it's just right. really it's a it's a really it's really cool to do that to yeah like I see what you're saying that does sound two, kind of interesting yeah so it's kind of like a weird and it's also a rockstar game too they're both rockstar games so right. you know it's like a really great rockstar games right after rockstar games your pizza's in the oven your pizza's getting ready the real thing. What the hell is that? Did you never like order something on Domino's where you get to choose your Oh, oh yeah. Your, your tracker yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo pizza's in the oven! <laughs> yeah. I always go with the 80s heavy metal, dude. <laughs> oh god, that's funny. Um 
Okay, so that's what you've been playing. You've been enjoying it a lot. It's good. Oh yeah, it's 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 great. And there's even like um, there's a big mission in the game where it takes place on the set of Intolerance, the Intolerance Babylon set. Oh, okay. Which uh, D.W. Griffith's famous movie. I don't know. It was just like a really big film nerd thing. So I was super into that. Right. Yeah, and then. I don't know. God, it was, I feel like that game was so ahead of its time too. Playing it now. Yeah, I feel. I feel like it needed a re-release because some people didn't like it when it first came out. I thought it was really cool. I thought the story and stuff was really neat. And it's nice now because whenever it came out, they had to put it on three different discs, and now you can just put it on one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about too. I was like, I don't know, man. It was just like I've never really played a game like that because I've played other kind of detective games and stuff, but it's just done so well it really immerses you in the in the 1940s hollywood la crime ridden but it's but it comes off as super realistic the city comes off as super organic right then all the characters you know the acting's great well good gouda gouda um i do have a friend there's a family friend who's in that game actually Oh really? He's an actor. He is. He owns some store in like the second act of the game or something. I think because I think he, he was on disc two when the game was on three discs. So does he own, does he own like the booze store? Like I don't the... know. Maybe. Oh man, I really want to know who it is now. Um, his name is Ken Lerner. If you want to look him up, I uh, shall. You might recognize him. I think I think he's pretty far into the game though. But I don't know how far in you are. Crap! My game. My fucking internet just. All right. Oh, go on. <laughs> So, Sean, you're still recording, right? Just double checking. Shit, no, I'm just yeah, I'm still recording. <laughs> All right. Um, I stopped recording after I lost for the seventh time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Allison, what have you been playing other than balls on your phone? I already said that. I already told you what I've been playing. Oh yeah. I think it's uh, your turn to tell us what you've been playing. Oh right? well, yeah, I played through that Legend of Zelda DLC. Um, that was pretty fun. Um, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite with Sean. Hell yeah. Pretty recently. Mm. And then other than that... A lot of peaceful mountain village, yeah. as it's called. <laughs> as we call it. Because we just hide in the mountains. Um, <laughs> pussies? Yeah, we are pussies, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're pretty, uh, we're pushing, we're pushing the boundaries of what this, of the strategy in that game. <laughs> it's not that we're pussies, we're peaceful people. There's a difference. Yeah, you're pacifists. Look, we wait till there's three people left, and then we just go for it. You know, <laughs> that's just... <laughs> it's the only way to do it, man. It's the only way. It seems to work the best instead of just dropping right into the prison, so... I don't know. We've won We've won just dropping in immediately before, so... Yeah, but I've also won being blackout drunk, so... Yeah, because I carried you. My back got sore. Wow. Uh, you didn't carry me, man. We were a team. Sure we were. <laughs> Aren't you a team until you're the last two left? We're still... You should, I mean, you win as a team. Oh, okay. But, yeah, and we, we were... We win as one. <laughs> we were... Uh, I don't know how aware of the game you were, Sean, because I, I would hand you a gold gun and be like, all right, Sean, you got that gold gun? You'd be like, oh, no, I lost it. I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was you. Look, I don't remember a lot of that match. I just remember the end of it and just feeling horrified. It just felt like I was in a roller coaster. Like, I was like, what's happening? And I was just building walls. <laughs> I think I... <laughs> wow. Yeah. Good. That's good. Good stuff. Um, okay. Yeah. So, what... Yeah. Other than that, uh, Mario Odyssey. Been playing a lot of. And uh, been thinking about... 
um, going through and finishing Super Meat Boy, but I mm. haven't yet. But it's really hard, and I cry every time. Yeah, Super Meat Boy is definitely famous for that. Yeah, it's really difficult. For I making sh- people I, cry. I'm glad I have the Elite oh, yeah. controller now on Xbox, so I can use like the flippers on the back. They're the paddles because um I do I did shoot my nerve out on my thumb playing Super Meat Boy when it came out. Oh my god. And I couldn't feel anything in my thumb for like two months. <laughs> oh my god. And now uh now every time I play it, that's all it feels like. I don't know why, because every other game I mean I press the A button all the time, but if I'm playing Super Meat Boy and I press the A button, I'm like, Oh, my thumb's gonna stop feeling things. So yeah, maybe I've never been that angry at a game. I would scream and curse the television and the gods for making that horrific game. But I was I would also try to get 100% on it and play it on the hardest mode and everything. And It's fun. I like it. I like platformers. I like the challenge. Yeah, I got something similar when I play L.A. Noire. Yeah. Because like, this is the first time I play it. When I ask, uh, when I'm like interrogating somebody and I ask them the wrong question, it tells you. So I take a steak knife and I just jab it into my leg. You know? <laughs> what? <laughs> I play for keeps. You know? <laughs> Pink slip. Of your life. Uh, I want to remember every wrong time. <laughs> um, okay, so... Other than that, let's talk about what our... <laughs> other than Sean mutilating himself, let's talk about what our most anticipated game of next year is. Um, who wants to start? Uh, my Mine is probably uh, Sean mutilating himself mm-hmm. for the Xbox One. <sighs> play that okay so oh so i'm taking that as red dead redemption 2 <laughs> oh god yeah for real no dude i've been waiting for that game for i don't even remember when red dead redemption came out that's how long i've been waiting for that 2009 game. i think okay well that's really fucked up that i've been waiting that long to play this game <laughs> um yeah that's what i'm really excited for red dead redemption is one of my all-time favorite games so you know um i'm gonna that's tell you answer. right now when it was released 2010 yep so i've been waiting seven years it'll be eight, eight years. years by the time it comes out yeah unless it's delayed again <sighs> i've been waiting for this game longer than Kristen's little brother has existed <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man that's right. great um mine is i'm <sighs> hmm I want to say it's either Sea of Thieves. What the hell was that, Sean? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm watching an alpaca with sunglasses. What Go the on. Fuck? What the fuck? No, I'm worse oh, at podcasts. I swear to God. Dude, we're podcasting right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, sea of Thieves is definitely like my number two, though. Yeah, um, I'm excited for Sea of Thieves, especially to play it with you, Shawnee boy. Hell yeah! And uh, I'm excited for the new Metroid Prime game. Metroid Prime 4 coming out on Nintendo Switch apparently next year, even though I don't necessarily believe that. But, yeah. Is that the guy with the hat? Is, what? The, is that of a guy with the helmet? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking I, about? I guess I'm wrong. So. <laughs> Literally, is that the guy with the hat? Mark's like, what? <laughs> Um, first of all, Metroid is not anyone. Metroid is um, a creature that you fight. Um, Samus is in the game. Oh, well, I was thinking it's like something boy. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking Metro about? Metro boy, I don't know. Metro boy. <laughs> I don't know. Metro boy. <laughs> it's 
It's the game I'm most excited for. <laughs> 2018. Metro Boy Four. What were the other three? Uh, no, don't worry about it. You mean Astro Boy? Yeah, that one. First the guy with the helmet. Astro right? Boy does not have a helmet. Oh. Mega Man know. has a helmet. Mega Man. Then that's what I was thinking of. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Thanks. Astro Boy is also not a video game. Yeah, okay. I said Metro. Well, it was for PlayStation 2 when the movie came yeah, out. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Um, I said <laughs> Metroid Prime 4. You thought of Astro Boy. But meant Mega Man. Sure, yeah. <laughs> no. Samus, the orange robot-looking thing from Nintendo. You'd know it if I showed it to you. Sure. Um, so I'm very excited for that, and I'm excited for Sea of Thieves. I think Sea of Thieves is my number one, though, because uh, I like pirates. Allison, are you excited for anything next year? Uh, I clearly don't keep up with games as much as y'all do. Right. Uh, I only know of two games coming out next year, and Which I'm are? excited for both of them. Um, Octopath Traveler, is that mm-hmm. next year? Yep, it's next year. And, uh, Fire Emblem on the Switch? Or is that already out? That's already out. Oh, well, Fire Emblem Warriors. Okay. Like the fighting Yeah, one. yeah. But you like the characters and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it's good, so. But yeah. Octopath Traveler, okay, that is a good one, actually. It does look pretty good. I know, I Even played the I demo, and I really it. enjoyed it. Alright, now, next question. What is your favorite cat? Favorite type of cat? Favorite breed of cat? Uh, a cat that is mine. That's my favorite type of cat. What kind of cat is that? Uh, just what, whatever I own. Nice. Okay, yes, mark yes. you. <laughs> Uh, I'm also excited for Spider-Man on PS4, even though I don't have a PS4. Um, what's my favorite Mine type of cat? Be... And a way out. Yes. I'm excited to play a way out. I think that Sean, me, and you would really enjoy that. It's a game right, the, that's literally the only two-player co-op, and that's the only way you can play it. That's beautiful. I know. Um, my favorite type of cat is uh, a Black-faced. those those really shaved, ugly ones. Ew, the the naked cats. Yeah. Good answer. Those are scary. <laughs> yeah, they scare me, and I want to throw them off of rooftops. Uh, Sean, what is your uh, choice? Well, the hairless cat's probably my fourth right. favorite cat. But yeah. my favorite cat is the Persian cat. I'm not hands down. fancy cats. Yeah, fancy. That's a fancy-ass cat. The long-haired, flat-faced Persian cat. I also am a big no, fan of Mancun cats. Mancun cats would be my second. Don't, don't know what that is. There's a lot about breeds of cats. <laughs> Just Google Google images of the Maine Coon cat. It's like the largest cat breed. Maine Coon cat. The Maine Coon cat. Maine, oh, Maine Coon. Coon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're pretty. They're pretty Holy f- shit. They're pretty feraly too. Fuck! How that big thing is, is that a one? fucking wolf, man? And I heard they chirp because they're like feral. Because they're more like they're very feraly. Wow. Oh my god. That's a fucking huge cat. <laughs> I know. Pretty dope, right? That's pretty amazing. It's as big as yeah. a dog. That's why it's second on my cat list. It's for people that like dogs wow. and cats. Yeah. You just you get a dog get, cat. Get the best. Cat dog. Of it all. Alright, well, this is. I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Red Button. What do you guys you say? You're waiting to hit uh, one hour? Um, no, I mean, we literally just got through all the things, and now we're done. Coincidentally, it is an hour, but I'm sure I'll cut some stuff out, and it'll be less than an hour, or more than an hour. Who knows? Maybe we'll add some stuff in. Maybe we'll add this in somewhere. I think you're just gonna cut out all of my audio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Just be me you probably myself. will. 
You ever, My new co-host. Yeah. You ever seen the uh, Garfield without Garfield or whatever it's called? Um, what? Comic book strips. <laughs> Basically, it's someone like they took all of they took all the comics and digitally took out Garfield and everything Garfield says. What? And it's really fascinating. The creator of Garfield said that he almost prefers it to the Garfield ones. <laughs> Dude, these are hysterical. I know it's way funnier without the cat. <laughs> Anyway, so that's a little home project. Why don't you guys look up Garfield without Garfield if you're listening? Um, I don't think that's what it's called, but what is it called, Sean? It's called Garfield without Garfield. What else would it be called? <laughs> I don't know. There's like a website that uh, I think that's a different name, but whatever. You can find it on Google. So that... finding this out was almost worth the hell of that game show. <laughs> you should really put music in the background of that whole fucking. Oh bit. no, it's too much editing. But that will do it <laughs> for this episode of Red Button podcast video game podcast with me and sean the disney buys fox king um allison did you enjoy your time here uh it was all right y'all are all right didn't have much to say huh yeah yeah okay uh sean did you enjoy your time yeah i thought it was fun i wish i would have did like two and a half scoops of pre-workout before we started because then it would have been like a lot more it just would have got weird you know well, I'm just glad I survived this without throwing up, because I am very hungover. All right, thank you for listening, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We will see you on the next episode of Red Button, which might be in 7,000 years. We do it when we do it. Boom, boom, I'd like to dedicate ourselves to, um... I'd like to dedicate ourselves <laughs> to the gods. No, I'd like to... I'd like to become dedicated with this podcast and... Do one a week, as we said we would many times. I mean, I pay monthly for SoundCloud to put it up on iTunes, so I should probably make use of that $15 a month. All right. Thank you, guys. And if, we, and, if, and if we can't, if we're too busy, we'll just both hire actors to pretend to be us. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's, that's a great, great idea. idea. Wow. Yeah, dude. We can just hire... Yeah, dude. We can get writers, too, to write for those actors. <laughs> if, we get enough, if we get enough listeners, we'll launch a Patreon and beg for your money. Beg for your clams. What are our listeners called? That's my question. I guess we just have to wait until a nickname pops up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because you can't create a nickname. It doesn't work. Uh, the Buttoneers. That is literally yeah. what I was thinking. Hell yeah. <laughs> Buttoneers. Fucking degenerates. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite video of all time. Boom, 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 boom. Don't Fucking make it. degenerate. <laughs> all right. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas, a wonderful holiday season. Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Have yeah, a Happy New Year, everybody. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever the other ones are. Have a good one. <laughs> have a good one, everybody. All right. Bye. What is up, guys? Mark here with a little bit lower quality audio reminding you to follow us on twitter at red button pod and listen to us on soundcloud.com slash red button pod or you can also go to uh, look up red button podcast on itunes and stitcher and i don't think google play yet but we will be there soon and that's it and yeah once again happy holidays thank you so much for listening we'll see you in the next one the next episode is going to be a mini-sode with me and my friend Brian and my friend Austin and Sean will not be in that one because I did not mention it to him (laughs) I'm such a great co-host
All right. Uh, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you on the next episode of Red Button Podcast. Goodbye now. All links in the description, by the way. All right.